Welcome to the latest episode of NSPE Speaks, the only podcast produced especially for professional engineers by the National Society of Professional Engineers. I'm your host this month, Stacey Ober, the Senior Manager of Public Relations and Outreach, and I am joined by the rest of our great podcasting team. Associate Editor Danielle Boykin. Staff Writer Matthew McLaughlin. And unfortunately, we are missing the other key part of our team, Eva Kaplan-Leiserson, who unfortunately cannot join us um, on air this month, but who contributed greatly to this month's podcast, and we look forward to having her back next month. So this month, as we approach the holidays, we'll be looking at the theme of giving back and many of the different ways that professional engineers can and do do that on a regular basis. That's right, Stacey. Halloween has come and gone, and we all know what that means. For better or worse, it's officially the start of the holiday season. And whatever holidays you celebrate, the season is a great time to think about giving back. Engineers with a spirit of giving on their heart may want to consider some of the engineering organizations dedicated to providing engineering services to meet basic human needs around the world. The largest and most well-known charity doing this kind of work is Engineers Without Borders. And for those listeners who might not know, Matt, what exactly do they do? Through the organization, engineers volunteer their time, their energy, and their expertise to help communities around the world meet the basic human needs of their people. Things like clean water, roads, safe waste solutions, agricultural irrigation, and sustainable energy. And much more than that, really. It's a great organization, and 92% of its support and revenue was spent on program services in 2015. So if you're not in a position to volunteer, uh, consider making a donation. Also, if you're celebrating Christmas this holiday season, you may also be interested to know there is a nonprofit Christian development organization that rivals Engineers Without Borders. Engineering Ministries International is made up of architects, engineers, and design professionals and does much the same work as Engineers Without Borders. It's also surprisingly large with an operating budget that is roughly half of what Engineers Without Borders is. To produce their designs, they blend a team of in-house project managers with talented volunteer architects, engineers, land surveyors, and construction managers recruited from all around the world. Like Engineers Without Borders, you can volunteer, or if you'd like to donate, uh, you might like to know that 84% of their support and revenue goes straight to programs and services, according to Charity Navigator. And I believe we'll be putting the links to these organizations in our show notes, so yes. be sure to check those we'll out. We'll do that, as well as um, another organization that engineers can donate to or volunteer with, and that's Math Counts, oh, which yeah. isn't uh, aimed at helping the, um, with poverty necessarily, but provides all children an opportunity to learn more about engineering um, through its programs. And you know, just so you know there, uh, on Charity Navigator, 86% of anything you donate to Math Counts goes straight to programs and services. And another one of the most active and um, probably well-known ways to give back to the profession and to future engineers is through Discover E and their most well-known program, Engineers Week. But Discover E and even Engineers Week are really more than just an actual week in February. Um, they offer numerous programs and ways to give back throughout the year. And I had the distinct pleasure of sitting down with their executive director, Leslie Collins, recently about that very topic. So let's take a listen. So Leslie, thank you very much for coming in and sitting down with us. And for some of our listeners who may not know um, everything there is to know about Discover E, maybe if you can give us a little background on who you are and what you do. Well, thank you, Stacy. I am the executive director of Discovery. Some of your listeners made remember us as the National Engineers Week Foundation, but we changed that name several years ago to really reflect the year-round 
nature of the work that we do and the strong portfolio of programs we have in addition to Engineers Week. And that's, you actually brought up a good point because part of um, this podcast today is about giving back. And I think a lot of our members really know what uh, Engineers Week is. But, I mean, Discover E and you guys do so much that's more year-round now that we wanted to make sure people were aware of all of the opportunities and programs that you have. So maybe if you want to highlight some of those, some of the new ones and the big ones would be great. Oh, great. Well, I'll start with Engineers Week because I think most people listening would know about that one. Engineers Week 2017 is um, February 19th through 25. Our theme this year is Dream Big. And one of the reasons for the theme is that for Engineers Week 2017, a new movie about engineering is going to premiere. It is called Dream Big. It's a 3D IMAX movie about super huge engineering projects and achievements and the people behind them. Most importantly, it tells very personal stories of the engineers um, who have worked on these projects and how they are serving their communities and humanity. It is, again, 3D IMAX. We are, at Discovery, we are the outreach hub for the movie. And if your listeners come to discovery.org and go to our program section, you'll find Dream Big. You'll be able to see a very short clip about the movie that I think you'll really love and ways that you can engage with us as volunteers um, where the movie is showing. We are putting together volunteers and science centers so they can have engineering festivals and all kinds of projects with it. There's a whole suite of hands-on activities that volunteers can do with children's, children and parents and educators. So it's a very robust program. The Dream Big IMAX film is sort of the hook for the conversations and, and outreach. Well, that's awesome. We're definitely excited about, about the movie coming out and um, ways members can get more involved and in about the science centers and volunteering. And I know you guys have some other really cool programs that members can get involved in, um, stuff like Girl Day and um, even the Global Marathon. Um, mm-hmm. And how? what's the best way for members to sort of get involved in, in those activities? Well, we take a holistic approach to girls and women in the engineering and technology field. So Introduce a Girl to Engineering Day really reaches K through 12 uh, students, their educators, whether those are formal educators or informal through clubs, And we have volunteers work with them in hands-on ways so that they can explore engineering. And it may be the only or the first engineering experience they've ever had. And we have a suite of materials, very easy. Um, We are very cognizant that volunteers are generous with their time and energy. So the activities that we have for volunteers to use walk through the engineering design process and require minimal Um, materials, gumdrops, straws, paper, things that are easy to source and are inexpensive. And we have a number of activities that particularly appeal to girls. We also have a role models campaign for Girl Day. And if volunteers pledge to be a role model for Girl Day, they'll receive all kinds of targeted communications and information. There's no financial requirement. We act as an open source. We provide the resources and tools for volunteers um, to use. The other piece of the girls and women um, campaigns for us would be Global Marathon for, by, and about women in engineering, which is a virtual two-day event that we connect with International Women's Day. So March 8 and 9 
of 2017 is when we go. And the objective really is to help inform and inspire and connect women around the world in engineering and technology, some of whom may be the only woman on their floor in, in a building. So this is a great way to help them with um, their career advancement, personal stories. People don't have to be superstars to present. They just have interesting and compelling stories. It is free to register for anyone who would like to attend. Uh, this year, we will have our opening keynote by Cirque du Soleil. I'm so excited about that. I know. <laughs> Cirque wants engineers and technicians and technologists, and they want people to know about the engineering and technology that goes into the creation of that spectacle. So we're very excited that they're on board with us. Past keynoters have included the CTO of the White House, have included last year the president of the Malala Fund, Megan Stone. So it's also a lot about social conscience um, as well with, with the marathon. So, again, that's March 8 and 9. You can find information on that at discovery.org, and it is free to anyone who would like to sign up. That is awesome. Um, Such a great, and I will say personally, too, that I think um, you guys do a really great job of pretty much covering everything that any volunteer would possibly need, whether it's resources or tips on on how to act or how to, you know, interact Mm -hmm. with students and get them engaged. And so really... Um, all that our listeners need to do is just have the time and the willingness, and, and you guys provide pretty much everything else. We do, and we are so grateful for our volunteer corps. I mean, that's who we are at heart. We are about volunteers. It's really a growing volunteer movement that we see. Um, our numbers are up. The engagement across our programs is up, and I also think want to say that we appreciate very much the support we get from NSPE and many of our partners. We don't go go this alone. We believe that none of us is as strong as all of us, and it really takes the organizational partners and literally thousands of individuals to deliver on these programs and to really have an impact in their communities. And we think from sort of the ground up is where the most impact will be. We also have tools that any person can use, whether whether or not you're really aligned with one of our programs. We have uh, resources for you, uh, shareable graphics. We have all kinds of trainings online on how to work with students because some people are less comfortable working with a first grader than walking into a boardroom, and we understand that. And we also have a library of hands-on activities that are free and downloadable, and uh, copyright-free photographs that anybody can use to really punch up their stuff. We know in talking to those who aren't in engineering, whether they're parents or children or educators, they really want to hear about the people, not as much about the stuff. The messages to convey are that engineering is creative. Engineers work in teams. And we've done a lot of research about the messages that will resonate. And our library and the photo archives really help support those messages. So to your listeners, take them, make them your own. We, that's why we're here, to help you. And you brought up another thing that we talked about a little bit before we started recording this, um, and that was um, Discover E's awesome social media presence. And um, since the theme of this podcast is giving back, you had mentioned that Discover E is going to be doing some awesome stuff for Giving Tuesday, um, which I believe is going to be November 29th, the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Do you want to explain a little bit more about what you're going to do and how our members can sort of help in that 
mission? Sure. One of our key goals every year is to really advance the conversation around engineering by engaging engineers in that conversation, whether it has to do with education, whether it has to do with workforce development. And our social media has grown immensely over the last two years. Giving Tuesday um, is a campaign, and as you say, it's November 29th, after Thanksgiving and before Christmas. We will do a social media campaign and connect with NSPE and other partners where we're really promoting the idea of volunteerism. We're not asking for money. This really is about you know, ways to engage as volunteers and give back in the communities. We find that our volunteers, and we have volunteers globally now, really want to give back. They're passionate about their work. They want others to know how they contribute to the quality of life. And Giving Tuesday is another opportunity to have that conversation um, so on social media. Great. And now, are there any other additional programs that Discover E offers that you wanted to, to mention while we're here? There's one I really do want to mention, and NSPE has been a very good partner, but we're always looking for more from our volunteers, and that is our Future City competition. It's our middle school competition where educators and teams of students worked with a skilled volunteer, and they designed a city 150 years in the future. They build a tabletop model. They compete in 38 regional contests, and the winners of those contests come to Washington, D.C. during Engineers Week to vie for the national championship. That program has been very successful in helping us to create not only kids who have gone into engineering and technology, education, and, and, and workforce. Now we have alumni who are coming back and helping with Future City. But it's also serving diverse communities. We have more uh, minority grants available in underrepresented communities. We know that a third of the schools that participate in Future City have 50% or more of their kids on free and reduced lunch. Half of our students are girls, which is very unusual for any sort of engineering competition. There are reasons for that. And 81% of students will tell you that Future City is their first engineering experience ever. So we consider that we are opening minds uh, for middle school students greatly with this program. And we hope that the NSPE members who may not be familiar with it will check it out at discovery.org and think about getting involved. It can be one day. It can be an hour over some number of weeks, but it's definitely worth it. And I think you, Stacy, have seen evidence of oh, how exciting this can be. It's amazing. I mean, it just it, some of the things that these kids will come up with will just blow your mind and give you hope for the future um, of engineering. Well, so. my favorite was some years ago, I had several favorites. For instance, um, there was a young fellow, I don't remember where he's from, his idea was to cryogenically freeze prisoners so they could be more easily stored uh, than thought out at the time um, of release. We had a young girl a couple years ago who, during her future city participation, her father was critically ill and in the hospital. And she went to see him every day. And as she sat there watching the staff, she thought, why can't all these footprints on the floor be generated into energy, which I love that too. Most recently, a team from Iowa got to advise a company building a new hotel on making it more sustainable, actually. They presented wow. to the hotel. They'll be there for the groundbreaking 
So the kids really take to heart what they've learned and put it to use in their communities. And I can't think of a better example of engineering making a difference than that. Yeah, I can't either. That's (laughs) phenomenal. I didn't know a couple of those. Wow. Well, listeners, um, as you can probably tell, we have covered a lot of ground during this awesome interview with Leslie. Um, So I don't want you to get lost or confused. Um, You can find information on all of these programs at discovere.org. And I'll also be putting um, links to each of these individually in our show notes so that the links are easy for you to find as well. So we really, really loved having Leslie here with us. She's always awesome, and um, it's always great to hear about all the great stuff that we're doing. So thanks so much for coming. Thanks, Stacy, and NSPE. Stacy, that was a great interview with Leslie, and glad to hear about all the good things that uh, she's doing. But, of course, members uh, can give back, not just during the holiday season, but all year round. Um, it sort of reminds me of a member that I spoke to earlier this year and featured in the uh, March issue of PE Magazine. Uh, Jason Brooks out of Tennessee is a leader uh, with LDA Engineering um, in Knoxville. And his firm started a STEM initiative, which kicked off during Engineers Week. And the program uh, directs uh, $250,000 toward employee volunteer time and financial donations uh, over the next 10 years into the school systems in Eastern Tennessee. Um, Brooks was inspired uh, to volunteer um, at his daughter's second grade uh, STEM Academy class and sort of this kind of gave him the inspiration to start something through his firm. One of the things he knows is that it's critical to foster the development of future professional engineers And so what he does is allow his employees up to 16 hours uh, each year to go volunteer and do different STEM projects. And another thing that Brooks does is um, allow uh, educators to apply for up to $5,000 for some of these projects as well. What he wants to do is target those students who may lose interest in math and science because classroom lessons are too rigid and mundane, uh, particularly during the middle school years. Uh, He believes that if you insert engineering concepts and projects early on throughout their education, uh, you'll maintain uh, the interest of the kids um, that they're losing. And he wants to make sure that they know that engineering can make learning fun and students can also see how it applies in the real world. And he said that he was also inspired uh, by the outreach that NSPE and state societies do, as well as uh, programs like Math Counts. And so, uh, again, you may not have to give $250,000 over 10 years, but, you know, you can definitely, if you're a firm leader, you can start a program, get your work, you know, your engineers in the schools to do that outreach. So that's um, one thing that, like I said, you can start in the holiday season, but you can do that also any time year round. Definitely. That sounds like an awesome program. And it sounds like one of those things that, um, you know, other members or organizations could take and sort of replicate in their local community as well, which is, I think, part of the whole importance and the whole aspect of of giving back is giving back to your community. Since you mentioned communities, uh, NSPE's communities is a great place where members are discussing some of the latest society news in addition to other engineering licensure ethics and professional topics. What kinds of things are they discussing, Danielle? Um, It's a mix. Uh, Some of our news... uh, for example, with our federal autonomous vehicle uh, stance, um, 
like I mentioned, engineering licensure uh, and ethics. Uh, for instance, there's been a long-running discussion in the open forum section um, that address members' experience with PE requirements and industry and whether or not their employers support um, licensure. The conversation kicked off when a member from Ohio asked other members if a PE is required where they work and if employers provide resources for obtaining and maintaining licensure. What were some of the responses that people posted? Um, it is definitely a mix. Um, you had some uh, members mention that uh, they work in industries where the PE isn't required, but in some industries there may be a smaller number of PEs uh, that are needed to sign off on design drawings for certain infrastructure projects. Um, so, you know, it may not be required where they work, but they've uh, had some benefits or some of the companies they work for sometimes need those PEs. Um, but for those that said that they don't need the PE, uh, they mentioned that it opens up opportunities if they want to go into consulting or private practice in the future. Um, you've also had some members say that they, you know, they're expert witnesses. So if they want to do that type of work, uh, the PE was, you know, it's pretty much required. Uh, but you also had some people that said that, no, I don't need the PE to do what I do, but they get some professional satisfaction, a uh, sense of achievement, that they're, you know, the top creme de la creme of the profession. Um, one of those members was Gus Boschert of the Northern Virginia Virtual Chapter. Um, he said that his PE has been uh, invaluable from an affiliation perspective um, and that it's established a baseline of competence, um, especially when he leads um, projects. Um, and he said that his company has also recognized his value, even though it's not a job requirement since he doesn't have to stamp drawings. He said that um, one of the things that, you know, he was able to do in order to get his license was that he had <clears throat> got access to a professional accomplishment scholarship through the Virginia Society of Professional Engineers to help cover the cost of the exam. So that helped them uh, a lot. But another thing about doing these, um, the forum is that you can also engage with our leadership. Uh, Tim Austin, uh, Cody Jean will all, always chime in and, and give their perspective, especially on the value of licensure. But one of the other things that came up with the industry exemptions conversation was that um, it also gave us an opportunity to showcase what NSPE is doing. Uh, we recently released a comprehensive state-by-state -state assessment of industrial manufacturing and governmental exemptions to engineering licensure law. And so this information is kind of helping members sort of boost their ability to engage with legislators and policy makers on how they can protect the public um, through licensure. Um, so this open forum is giving members access to that assessment. So if you haven't yet, get on Open Forum and join the conversation. Right, and you, you know, like I said, you don't have to wait. Uh, if you want to discuss a PE Magazine article, uh, we've had some great feature stories that you know showcase what we're doing on the federal level as far as making sure that PEs have a greater role with federal projects. And like I said, there could be a PE report or even an interesting uh, practice division story that you want to chime in on. But like I said, we... We're doing a lot of great work with the federal autonomous vehicle uh, guidelines um, and making sure that uh, we have a say in protecting the public as far as getting PEs involved and um, 
dealing with the challenges raised by autonomous vehicles. So like I said, that's your form. That's where you can express your opinion and just get some advice and, and engage with your fellow NSPE members. And you can bring up topics that we haven't even touched on yet, and you can start yeah. your own. Exactly. And now we're going to move into probably my favorite segment of this particular podcast. Since it is coming up to be the holiday season, we are going to be moving over to Matt to talk about the engineering holiday gift guide. Yay! Yay! Presents! Everybody's favorite thing to give and receive. So first off, I wanted to mention some of the video games that uh, were featured in our PE Magazine feature on engineering video games. These are awesome. Uh, if you want, you can even go to our YouTube page, and the videos are still up yep, there of up. me showing off Space Engineers and Polybridge, which are two great engineering-themed video games. Uh, if you're looking something, for something more for the kids, Minecraft is a great option. Oh, yeah. um, also, if you were a fan of the movie The Martian yes. uh, or the book, uh, there's a great new game that wasn't even out when we did that feature called Osiris New Dawn, and it's basically like playing The Martian. You, you get to grow potatoes. You do. You actually get to build your own base and uh, a place to grow plants. You're basically stranded on a planet with nothing, and you have to start over from scratch. So it's a little more detailed than, say, a Tetris game. Yeah, a little bit. Which we grew up on, which is lovely. Dating ourselves here. Right, a little bit. (laughs) Um, And then, so as another option, and this is also for both kids and adults, really, uh, although the kids might need a little help, but 3D printers have become so popular, there's some very affordable micro 3D printers that are available now um, that kids can get some practice designing with and adults can just, you know, have some fun with. So So you can use the kids as an excuse. As an excuse. I'm just thinking about, I've been looking at these and thinking, gosh, that would be so cool. And I'm just trying to think like what I would actually make and design with one, you know? Um, Well, I don't know. I mean, I'd make my own action figures, I think, personally, but... (laughs) See, that's what you should do. Yeah, make your own action figure. Like, <gasps> it could be you with, like, a cape. That would ah, be awesome. Right. So, that's okay. good. Yeah. All right, I might, I might have to put that on my Christmas mm. list. <laughs> so, and then another one, you know, a lot of these really, it depends on, you know, they're maybe for kids, maybe for adults. It depends on, you know, your age on the inside, I think, really. Um, but Think Fun is a, is a game company. They make board games and things like that. They're actually located right here next to our headquarters. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but they do a lot of games that feature math and problem solving and oh, things wow. like that. Um, they even have a, a board game called Robot Turtles, I think, where oh, it teaches turtles. programming. So, oh, that's those, good. Yeah, those are great. They also just started relatively recently doing, um, uh, they have these things called Maker Studios, okay. where... You, uh, it's sort of like a Lego or a Kinect set, but it really um, emphasizes experimenting with things like friction and torque and propulsion and, wow. and engineering solutions. Because we talked about the makerspaces right. in our last podcast, right. so I guess that trend is continuing then. Yeah. Cool. This is interesting. I wish they had these things when we were growing up. Then maybe I would have become an engineer because it seems fun and it doesn't seem like it's throwing it all yeah. in your face. You know, yeah. You're having fun. You're having doing fun while you're learning. Right. Yeah. Yep. Robot turtles, I mean. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, here's one that's definitely for kids, um, and that is the Rosie Revere Engineer Children's Book oh. by Andrea Beatty, or Beatty. I'm not 100% sure how she pronounces it, uh, but it's basically a picture book for kids. It features a female engineer protagonist. Oh, I like uh, this. Yeah, when her great-great-aunt Rose... 
or Rosie the Riveter, uh, comes for a visit, she mentions that she has an unfinished project of wanting to fly. So Ooh. Rosie sets to work to kind of solve that problem. Okay. Um, and the author has a number of, a couple books sort of with the same sort of STEM theme, including Iggy Peck, Architect, and Ada Twist, Scientist. Oh, I so like you could that. get the whole set. Oh, that's cool. I like yeah. that. Uh, and then add that to my daughter's Christmas list. Right. Well, and speaking of daughters and, and young girls, uh, I just wanted to highlight a couple places you could go to find some good gifts. Oh, good um, idea. Not necessarily right. specific gifts, but Mighty Girl is a website you can go yes. to online. Um, their tagline is the world's largest collection of books, toys, and movies for smart, confident, and courageous girls. Oh, that's great. I follow them on Facebook, and so a lot of their posts will include. Some really great links and mm-hmm. stories and books and really cool things for for girls. Right, and it's good for everybody. I mean, just I mean, it doesn't hurt a boy to read a book about a no, female exactly. uh, engineer. So it's a great thing uh, for finding cool things for all your kids. Uh, and then for adults, maybe more, um, I would recommend the sort of craft or homemade site Etsy. If you go on there, there's some really neat engineering-themed stuff that you can get, like ties with circuit boards on them and mugs, you know, that have some cute little engineering phrases on them that are humorous or funny. pocket protector couture, probably. Right, yeah. (laughs) I'm sure. I'm sure, yeah. So, yeah, and so it's just a great site for all kinds of things, and if you search for engineering, there's just a whole range of gifts with that kind of theme that you can find that maybe, you know, for more adults or Things like fashion or things around the house. Just little knick-knack type gifts if you're yeah. interested in that kind of thing. I wouldn't so. have thought about them as a, as a possible source, but now I'm going to have to go check it out. <laughs> and actually, one more thing I skipped over just to kind of go to the websites, and this is a gift for that could be for kids or adults, um, uh, is Connects has a real bridges set huh. um, where you actually are building um, like real famous bridges. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So it, and it, it actually isn't... Is, more of an education sort of uh, toy. It comes with like a teacher's packet and everything for oh. educational purposes. So, oh, so they could do it in a classroom. You could do it in a classroom. A uh, great thing if you want to do it with your own kids, that kind of thing. So wow. are these real bridges modeled off of current bridges or just, you just like I said, just making? Well, real life bridges, like Golden Gate Bridge, that okay. kind of thing. Although I don't know if that's a, an actual example of what they have, oh, but that's okay. that's the idea. Okay. be interesting to see if... David Stein. Stein. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, we have to look into that. Bridges. Maybe mention right. it in the next podcast yeah, we'll if that's the case. I'm going to make a note. We'll look into that for yeah. next time. So that's. I think that's all I got. But uh, hopefully that helps you guys out, and some of those things may interest you. And like I said, if not, check out Mighty Girl or check out Etsy, and maybe you'll find something of your own. And just to make it easy for you, we've included links to all of these things in the show notes. Thanks, Matt. And as a gift to us, your dedicated, hardworking podcast team, we would love to get some more audience participation and interaction with you, our listeners. So we actually have a way for you to do that. We're going to be posting about this podcast uh, in the open forum of the NSPE communities. So we invite and welcome all of you to come there and give us your comments and give us your feedback. Um, and another way that you can interact and, um, and help NSPE is with our new fall membership recruitment campaign, which we recently launched. You may have seen, if you follow us on social media, we've been posting some of the videos about some of the member benefit topics, and we would love to see if you could share those uh, with your colleagues and share them on social media. That would be awesome. The campaign is running through December 15th, so uh, we hope to see you guys liking and sharing and 
all of that to those to those videos and that information. The webpage for that campaign looks really, really good. Yeah, so. and it's I will go ahead and we'll put the link in the show notes, but it's also pretty easy to remember. It's uh, www.nspe.org forward slash join. So you can also go and check out all of the videos there as well as on our YouTube channel. And I think that will do it for this month's um, episode of NSPE Speaks. Um, as we mentioned before, we'd love to hear your feedback and thoughts on this episode. So you can email us back at podcasts, that's podcast with an S, at nspe.org. And we thank you for listening today and thank you for all you do for the profession, whether it's volunteering with Math Counts, talking to engineering students at your alma mater, serving on an NSPE community, or even the ongoing daily work that you do to protect the public health, safety, and welfare. We appreciate all of you, and thank you for listening. Happy yeah. holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.